Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Rumba seda kata kata kata. Roshimberiete kata. Rishandere kete kete kete. Roshandere kete kete. Good morning, good evening, saints, wherever you are across the globe. Rishada kata kata. Greetings to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Greetings to you. Roshandere kete 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 kete. This is fearless for Christ. We're back again, back into the presence of the Holy Spirit. Well, we never left. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your mercy. Welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your hearts. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your homes. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your neighborhoods. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your thoughts. Allow the Holy Spirit to take over your words. Allow the Holy Spirit to take over your prayers. Allow the Holy Spirit to take over your worship. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we're allowed to even exist, to be able to worship you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we can fellowship together to be able to worship you in spirit and in truth. Worship, worship the spirit of the living God in, wor- in, in spirit and in truth. Worship him, worship him. My heart is yours. My heart is yours. My life is yours. My will is yours. Spirit of the living God. My very essence is yours. Everything that I am is yours. Spirit of the living God. Roll over me. Take over me. My world is yours. My world is yours. Spirit, take charge over me. My world is yours. My life is yours. My life is yours. 
My will is your spirit. Take over me. Worship him, worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Allow the Holy Spirit to come into you. Allow the Holy Spirit to take over you. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. My world is yours. My life is yours. My very existence is yours. My world is yours, my life is yours, my very existence is yours, my family is yours, my children are yours, my job is yours, my money is yours. My heart is yours. Give everything that you have, everything that you are to the Holy Spirit. Everything that you are, everything that you will ever be, everything that I will ever be, belongs to the Holy Spirit. I speak when you speak, Holy Spirit. I think when you think, Holy Spirit. You are the Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. The living God. Spirit of the living God. My life is yours. My life is yours. Spirit, roll over me. My heart is yours. Spirit, roll over me. Rishan de Daryatara, Rumba Shindaria Shirikitiri, Roka Pasandara Katakata. My spirit, my spirit is yours. My life is yours. My very existence is yours. My family is yours. My job is yours. My thoughts are yours. My words are yours. I speak when you speak. Worship him. Worship him. Saints in spirit and in truth. Worship him in spirit and in truth. My mind is yours. My mind is yours, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 My prayer is that you encounter Christ the same way that I encountered with Christ. Maybe in your way, maybe in the way that God wants you to encounter with him. But my prayer is that you encounter the same. I, hallelujah. That's my prayer, that you encounter with Christ. 
that you have an encounter, that you encounter with him and that he reveals to you mysteries. Encounter with Christ today. Worship him in spirit and in truth. My heart is yours. Say my world is yours. Spirit roll over me. Say my will is yours. Spirit roll over me. Say my life is yours. Spirit encounter with me. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is so important to encounter with Christ, not just one time, not just a few times, but every day. Make it your goal to encounter with him. Make it your goal. As we come together here again, once again, uh, this is Fearless for Christ. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's start off with prayer before I say anything else. Father, as we come humbly before your throne, Father God, I pray that every single listener, that every single person, every single saint, or anyone that may not know God, Father God, I pray that when they hear my voice, that they hear the Holy Spirit, that when they see my face, that it is the face of Jesus Christ that they see, and that the presence that they feel is not my presence, but the presence of the Holy Spirit. So Father God, whatever they are, wherever our listeners are. Father God, we ask that you position the angels of divine protection over every single person listening to this broadcast. Father God, I pray this day that whomever is listening will have an encounter with Christ. I pray that when they encounter with Christ, that their lives will be transformed inside and outside, that everything they do will be transformed. Everything that they think about, everything that they speak will be transformed. And I pray, Lord God, that whomever is seeking your face, I pray this day that they are able to encounter with you, that they're able to find your face, O oh Lord, in any situation, in any circumstance that they're in. Father God, I also cry for mercy, not just for the world, because we all need mercy, I cry for mercy for the people, for the citizens of the Ukraine. I cry for mercy for the citizens of Russia also. 
I cry for mercy, Father God, for those in the continent of Africa, for those in the continent of Europe, for those in Asia, for those in Canada, in the Caribbean, in Haiti, Congo, Nigeria, wherever they are, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, I cry for mercy, Father God, for the United States of America. We need your mercy, O oh Lord. And I pray that any sin that has been committed, whether knowingly or unknowingly, every transgression that has been committed, whether knowingly or unknowingly, Father God, is washed, is forgiven and washed clean with the blood of Jesus. Father God, you are a God that is faithful to forgive us if only we would ask, if only we would get down on our knees and repent this day of every single sin committed. I know that you are worthy, Father God, of praise. You are worthy of worship. And you are not only a God of love, you're also a God of justice, Father God. And as we come together in this fellowship to praise your name, to worship your name, Father God, and to understand more of your word, Father God, my prayer this day, hallelujah, is that every single listener be justified, be sanctified, and be glorified. And it is in your name we pray. In Jesus Christ's name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Let me play a little bit more music as we as we get started with the word today, with, with our teaching. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So as we get started today, um, today's topic is a topic that I find very important for us to discuss. Today we're talking about how to be justified, sanctified, and glorified. Amen? So whenever, whenever the New Testament speaks of sanctification, it is speaking about being holy or the process of becoming holy, right? When something is sanctified, it's holy. Amen? So let us turn to Ephesians 4.24 with me. I've got my trusty Bible here. Let's all turn to Ephesians 4.24. When you're at Ephesians 4.24, say amen. All right. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Holy Ghost. All right, Ephesians 4.24, when you have it, say amen. Ephesians 4.24. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So let's go back one verse, because context is very important in this case. So let's go back. So if we go to Ephesians 4.23, it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen? So what does that all mean? When you have become a new creature in Christ, you've repented of your sins, you've allowed Jesus Christ to become your Lord and Savior. It means that you are no longer the old man before repenting and before allowing Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life as your Lord and Savior. You're no longer that, that old man. Now you've become the new man. Amen. And because you've become that new man, hallelujah, everything that you do from that point on should be, amen, for the purpose of the kingdom, right? We should be consumed with kingdom thoughts, right? We should be speaking kingdom words. Our actions should be Glorify, glorification for God's kingdom. Amen. So now that we are renewed in the spirit, amen, as the word says in Ephesians 23, we're renewed in the spirit of our minds. Now we've put on the new man, which after God created in righteousness and true holiness. So once you've, you've been saved, You've become a new man, new woman in Christ. Now, the question is, how do we walk out being that new man or that new woman in Christ? How do we walk that out? What does that look like? Hmm? Because the Bible is clear on what it means to be sanctified. It's clear on what it means to be justified. And it's also clear on what it means to be glorified. So <clears throat> amen. So in other words, now that you're a new creation in Christ, it's important to not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. That means the old thoughts that you had the old ways of behaving that you had of your former ignorance before being saved, before being justified, sanctified, and glorified in union with Christ, all of those things should be put away. Amen? That is no longer who you are. So it's important that after we've, we've been saved, that we should strive to be holy in all of our conduct. Amen? Because your father is holy, you now 
also have the DNA to be holy. I hope that is making sense. For example, every single one of us, when we came into this world, we didn't have the choice to say, this is, you know, I want my mom to be this person or I want my dad to be this person. We didn't, we didn't choose our parents, right? We also didn't choose our siblings. Amen. But because that is the family that you were born into, whether you like it or not, your family is always going to be your family. And what identifies family besides perhaps sharing the same last name, right? DNA, amen? That's what identifies you as being part of your family. And because you've been saved, because you've been justified, because you've been sanctified and glorified in union with Christ, hallelujah, you are now a new creation in Christ. And all of those old things, those old ways of being, those old ways of behaving should be put away. Why? Because you now have the DNA of Christ living in you. Welcome. You're now part of the family of Christ. Now you have a new set of brothers and sisters in Christ. You may even, thankfully and hopefully, have a new set of a spiritual mother or a spiritual father in Christ, someone who is helping to guide you along the way in your journey towards becoming more holy. I hope that makes sense. Amen? So to be holy, you need a father, as I said, right? You need the father's DNA. And because you've been saved, you have now the DNA of Christ living in you. But the most important thing to understand through all of this, right, through everything that, I, that I've discussed with you, is that it's important to have discipline, right? If you're a parent um, and you love your children, I don't think you're going to allow your children to take over and to do whatever they want to do in, in your house, right? Um, <clears throat> I think that would be problematic if you did. It's important to give the children discipline. Amen? When you give the children discipline, it's not because you don't love them, but it's because you love them. And in the same way, this is how God loves us. Amen? He loves us so much, but at the same time, in order to show that love, it's important that God disciplines us because now we have his DNA. We put away the old man and now we're the new man or new woman. Amen. We've been justified, sanctified, and glorified. And now we have that new, that DNA running through our blood, right? Running through our veins. And for us to be all that we can be for the kingdom of God, in order for us to walk out, amen, our salvation, it's important that we begin to apply holiness because it's part of our DNA now. Okay, so we need discipline, amen. So <clears throat> the word kadosh, 
simply means to be separate from or separated unto and devoted to something. I don't know if you've ever heard that song, Kadosh, 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 uh, by Paul Wilbur, I believe. It's probably one of my favorite songs. That word Kadosh means to be holy, to be separate from or separated unto and devoted to something. Amen? So when we think about being holy, when we think about that word, kadosh, it's, it's basically talking about being set apart. Amen? And the, the term for being set apart is positional sanctification. What does that mean? When you decided to repent of your sins and you asked Jesus Christ to come into your heart and to be your Lord and Savior, and you decided to put that old man away and have now come into this new creation in Christ, amen, you now are positionally sanctified because you now identify with Christ as your Lord and Savior. You now identify with the simple truth that God has set you apart. Amen? God has set you apart to now be in union with Christ. So write this down, positional sanctification. It's very important. Amen. So if we really want to understand what is positional sanctification, what does this mean? What is sanctification? Turn with me to Numbers 2012. Numbers 2012. Numbers 2012. This won't be the last time we're talking about it because um, um, it will take some time to understand, but We're, we're just going to talk briefly about it. So, amen, amen, amen. Once you have Numbers 2012, <clears throat> say amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Numbers 2012. <clears throat> when you have it, say amen. So Numbers 2012. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe in me to uphold me as holy in the eyes of the people of Israel, Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. So, <clears throat> in other words, this, I think, is a great verse to introduce us to what it means to be sanctified. Because if your father is holy all by himself, God is holy all by himself. He doesn't need our help, doesn't need my help to be holy and you do not uphold God as holy, 
how then is he supposed to justify you as holy also? Amen? So because God is holy and because we set ourselves apart from that old man or woman that we were before repenting, and we've now come into this being this new creation in Christ, we are now justified to be holy, just like our Father in heaven is holy. Amen? Amen. Stay with me now. So <clears throat> we have to understand something else. Amen? God by himself is self-sustaining. He's self-existent. He's complete and he is full and perfect, which is implied in the word kadosh. God is holy all by himself. He doesn't need our help to be holy. If anything, we're the ones who need God's help in order to be holy. Amen? So when you wake up in the morning, all right, let's, let's apply this to our everyday lives. When you wake up in the morning, when you're going about your day, ask God for him to make your thoughts all of your conduct and all of your ways. Ask him to give you the grace, amen, to allow you to put your thoughts and your actions and your conduct to be in harmony with his transcendent fullness, amen? So we're gonna, we're gonna break this down. We're gonna break this down. Stay with me. Holiness, kadosh, to be holy, is not just a word. It's also an action. It's also a thought. It's your behavior. It's the words that come out of your mouth. It should be everything. It, it, you should strive in everything that you do to be holy. Now, this might be a lot. <laughs> right? For some of you, right? You might be thinking, well, how can this be accomplished? Right? I'm still in this, this flesh. I'm still in this body. I'm still in this planet. Right? And it's inevitable that perhaps you may think something that might not be holy. It's inevitable that you might say something that may not be holy. It's inevitable that you may do something that is not holy. But rest assured, because your father is holy. Your father who is in heaven is holy. He's given you the tools to be justified, to be sanctified, and to be glorified. Amen? So when you're in that situation and you're saying, my thought is not very holy right now. What I'm saying is not very holy right now. You know what you can do? You can catch yourself. And you can ask God, amen, to take captive of your thoughts. Take captive your conduct and all of your behaviors. And ask God to give you the grace to be holy. So <clears throat> this is just an introduction. We're going to talk more about what it means to be 
sanctified, what it means to be justified and glorified. <clears throat> but I just thought it 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 be it would be important um, for us to discuss um, what it means, what does holiness mean, right? So if we go back to sanctification, sanctification is the action by which we bring ourselves, our feelings and thoughts and actions into conformity with the infinite value of God's transcendent fullness. So in other words, you've been saved. God gave you the grace to be able to repent, right? To put away that old man or that old woman and to become a new being in Christ. God justified you because he sent his son to be crucified at the cross so that we today could be justified. Amen? So because he justified us, the next step is being sanctified. How is How do we become sanctified? Simple. Accept Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Repent of your sins. And he will send his, his counselor, our counselor, the Holy Spirit, to sanctify us. Amen? And because we now have the Holy Spirit, we're now able to submit our thoughts, our conduct, and our behavior in our very existence. We're now able to bring all of those aspects of ourselves into submission to be glorified unto the kingdom of God. We're now able to share the message of the gospel to others, amen? So that they too can be justified, sanctified, and glorified, all for the kingdom, all for his kingdom, amen? So as we end here today, and there was a lot of information, but as I said, this isn't the first time. We'll definitely come back. Um, we'll come back to more, to more information about what it means to be holy. We'll come back to that topic as we move forward in this series. So I have a prayer point. <clears throat> and please join me as we pray together, right? Join me as we ask, and here's the prayer point, my Father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wake me up each morning, breathing the air of your glory, and transform my character with your fullness. Prayer, prayer, prayer. My Father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wake me up each morning, breathing the air of your glory, and transform my character with your fullness. Amen. My Father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wake me up each morning, breathing the air of your glory and transform my character with your fullness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, the next prayer that we have. And before we get into the next prayer, I really want you to understand what our first prayer point was. When you wake up in the morning, your first thought should be, your first prayer should be, thank you, Lord, that you woke me up this morning. 
thank you, God, for giving me breath, right? For giving me the grace to thank you in the morning for giving me life. Thank you for allowing me to breathe the air of your glory. When you wake up in the morning, you should always be asking the Lord God to transform your character with his fullness, not with anything that has to do with us. <laughs> Amen? Because we know this is flesh. And once you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind, every thought, every action, every conduct should be in the direction of the spirit, all things spirit. Everything that we do is about spirit, not the flesh. Amen. So when you wake up, you say, my father, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wake me up each morning, breathing the air of your glory and transform my character with your fullness. Transform my character with your fullness. Hallelujah. Amen. Our next prayer point, and we'll end here. We'll end here because, as I said, we're going to continue. My Father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, shape my inner being after your own heart. O oh Lord, and give me the grace to transform in painful situation. Give me the grace to transform in painful situations. Amen? So this prayer point is, is important. It's important for us. So I want us to turn to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 13, 14. Once you have 1 Samuel 13, 14 open, say amen. Let me know by saying amen. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. That's 1 Samuel 13, 14. When God is coming after us, amen, and he doesn't have to because he's God. When he's knocking on our door, when, <clears throat> when God puts a thought into our mind that tells us perhaps we shouldn't say this or perhaps we shouldn't do this or Perhaps we shouldn't behave this way. Know <clears throat> that that is the Holy Spirit that is operating within us. And it's important that we follow that basic instruction of whatever the Holy Spirit is instructing us to do or not to do. Obedience is the key. It is the key. Obedience is more important even than sacrifice. Because you can sacrifice all day, but if God didn't tell you to sacrifice, if God didn't tell you to fast, so what, what was it all for? And now you're going to end up in trouble 
because you did not allow yourself to listen to the word of God first. You didn't allow yourself to follow the instruction of the Holy Spirit to do or not to do a certain act, a certain behavior, or a certain conduct. So that's why obedience is key. It's very important. So my father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, shape my inner being after your own heart, O Lord, and give me the grace to transform in painful situations. What does that mean? Now that you're operating in obedience to the Holy Spirit, in obedience to Christ, you're holding all thoughts captive unto obedience to Christ, it's important that we ask God for the grace to transform, to be able to transform, to be transformed in any circumstance, in any situation, especially in painful situations. Many of us think, some might think that being Christian is a cakewalk. Being Christian doesn't involve any real work. I'm here to tell you that that is a lie from the enemy. Being a Christian is not always easy. It's not always the most popular thing. But you know what is the most popular thing? Being able to go to heaven and hear the word the words of God being spoken to you and saying, good job, my faithful and humble servant. You did good work. Amen? You put my kingdom first in everything that you, you did. You followed my word. You were obedient. Good job, my faithful servant. That's what should, that, that should be your goal every day, not to be, uh, you know, popular with what people are doing or saying or behaving. You should be consumed with things of the spirit. You should be consumed with building upon his kingdom, our father, which art in heaven. Amen. So as we, we go into this prayer point, my father and my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, shape my inner being after your own heart. And Lord, give me the grace to be transformed in painful situations. Give me the grace to be transformed in any circumstance that I'm in. Give me the grace to be transformed even in the most challenging situations. Give me the grace, O oh Lord. Change my heart, change my inner being after your own heart, O oh Lord. That should be our daily prayer. Amen? The work of Christ should always begin in our hearts before it moves outward into our everyday experiences. And you'll probably hear me talking a lot about the heart more and more as we get to know each other more and more because the heart is where amen the heart is where the spirit of the lord is it starts with the heart every transformation starts with the heart and then it makes it its way outwards so as we move forward 
in, in our activities, in our day, um, with our families, friends, and then hopefully they're saved too. And if they're not, pray that they are saved. Pray that God bends their heart towards him and your family too. As you're going through the hustle and bustle, always have that in mind. God, change my heart and give me, give, <laughs> hallelujah, give me the grace to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Give me the grace to be transformed by your Holy Spirit. Give me the grace to be transformed in any painful situation, in any challenge, in any circumstance. And you'll see how God moves on your behalf. Amen. So as we end today, Father God, thank you, Lord God, as we come to the end of this broadcast. Thank you that your spirit is with us. Thank you for allowing the listeners to hear your voice and to feel the presence of your spirit. May the peace of the Lord be with you all. May the peace of the Lord be with your families. May the peace of the Lord be with your children and your generations. May the peace of the Lord be with you. If you're at work, if you're at home, wherever you are, may the peace of the Lord follow you. May his face shine upon you. And may God transform your hearts. May he transform your lives. May he transform your conduct, your behavior, and everything that you do. May he give you a heart that is formed after his own heart. It is in your name that we pray. In Jesus Christ's name, amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. So we've come to a close, but as I said, this won't be the last time. Hopefully um, you've been blessed uh, uh, by this teaching. Hopefully um, you will now go forth to be able to be justified, sanctified, and glorified and continue, continue to worship him in spirit and in truth. Until next time, this is Fearless for Christ. We'll see you next time. God bless you. Holy Ghost. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. 